be like, you know what I really thought was funny? And that one scene, <laughs> you was fucking him. <laughs> Probably won't be saying that in heavyweights today. <laughs> Actually, we will. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's a good as intro I could think of. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to the Too Much Free Time podcast. I'm your host, Mark Burris. With me, as always, is Peter Blankenship. Yes. And John Girdler. Hey, hello, everybody. Back I was, is that an impression of me? What was that? I don't know. We usually try not to talk over each other in this podcast. Talking over you. Oh, yeah. did it again. <laughs> uh, I... It was my Y'all are pick. in for a treat, audience, in this episode. <laughs> it was my pick this time, and uh, I decided to go with, like, I don't know how much of a classic this movie is. I feel like it's referenced a lot on, like, Reddit and stuff, so that makes me feel better that I find it a classic. Yeah. Uh, it is the movie Heavyweights, starring Ben Stiller. And, and a group of mainly Mighty Ducks kids. Like, three members of the Mighty Ducks are the main three guys. They're all so large. Well, yeah, they're, they're chunky. It's a fat camp movie. Can we say that? Posit- it's a body positive camp movie. They say it in the movie. I, I feel like that's the premise. Yeah, I, the IMDb also, says a plump. They, they did things in the 90s that we can't do today, John. They spent the entire Apache relay, dangerous name, <laughs> dressed like Native Americans. Yeah, not Apaches. That's not, for sure. And none of them had a drop of that Apache blood in him. So, yeah, not Apaches were, they, and not a relay. <laughs> I saw maybe an Italian. <laughs> Nicholas was an Englishman. Yeah. A Brit. <laughs> Just, I saw maybe an Italian. <laughs> I'm not going to make that judgment call. Yeah, maybe. That's why it's the maybe. So this is obviously you could guess it's the uh, movie about a bunch of fat kids. This was a 1995 family comedy, I guess is what you'd label it From? as. Disney. No, not Disney. Oh, yeah. sorry. I did not realize that until this watching, but it's a Judd Apatow what? movie. Like, <laughs> like I was reading in the trivia facts that uh, Lisa Mann, who he ended up marrying, this is like what he showed her to like impress her. As like, yeah, I made, I made heavyweights. <laughs> I think that would work on me. <laughs> Judd Apatow. <laughs> That's just so <laughs> funny. Like, what a movie to show on a like on a date to be like impressed. This kids movie, but it's also like also something that you made. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I wonder if he did the like the piano thing, like that kid that acts like he doesn't know how to play piano and yeah. then just starts belting. Uh, yeah, I've always wanted to make a movie. Yeah, uh, it's like, oh, I made one. Yeah, funny thing, like I made this silly little super movie. low budget. <laughs> we got. I mean, we got Ben Stiller. It's it oh, you know thing. him. <laughs> Which what all what all had Ben Stiller been in before this? A lot. I mean, <laughs> ben Stiller was a name. I I think he was, he was established, but I don't uh, know if he was the Ben Stiller that we know today. He might have been coming off of uh, Reality Bites, that Ethan Hawke, uh, Winona Ryder movie. Um, and boy, doesn't it! <laughs> <laughs> I think we all learned something tonight. One thing that I thought was funny though is that I I remember I didn't obviously I didn't see this movie in theaters because we were three but i (laughs) i i did see i feel like the first time i saw this was on the disney channel like a disney channel their movie nights on like friday or saturday and i remember for the longest time thinking it was a disney channel original movie right i i was the same way yeah Yeah. but it's not it's a released in theaters family comedy disney movie yeah i mean Honestly, if anything, that takes away a little bit from it because I feel like a lot of its shortcomings can be 
chopped up to it's a Disney Channel original movie. They don't have time for that. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Turns out they did have time for that. They did. <laughs> but I, I mean, even though I've watched, this was us watching for me at least the thirtieth time. I second still, time. This was your second time. Really? Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. I didn't know that either. John, would you say this is like your thirtieth or a, so? A lot. Yeah. yeah. I still really enjoyed it. It's a very fun movie. It might be a little bit of nostalgia. Peter's staring, you know. I was looking at the Ben Stiller movies before, and you were 100% right. He was coming right off of Reality Bites. Wow. Before that was an episode of Frasier. Oh, Mark said that, too. Good job, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) But, Peter, did you enjoy the movie? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You were making me nervous. Your silence was like, oh, God, I got to be the bearer of bad news here. No, no, it was fun. Like yeah. for, for for a kids movie, you know, like it's it's good. Yeah, it's a. I feel like it's a good balance. You know, what was interesting when I was watching it this time. I never thought about this before. It felt like two separate movies almost. There's like the Tony Perkins, <laughs> yeah. and then there's the MB- yeah. Camp MVP competition. Like it felt yeah. like you're watching two different movies. Well, it's mainly because towards the and we'll get there. We'll, we'll talk about it more when we get there. But it, that cut from them taking over the camp to the Apache relay feels like it's just thirty seconds. So there's no like transition period really but uh yeah let's go ahead and jump into the opening of the movie we're met uh first mighty duck alumni uh <laughs> character name was gerald garner poor 141 pounds i wish this was a parallel universe movie like where they are the mighty ducks kids you know oh but this is like what they're fend- doing in between yeah. the seats that would have <laughs> been that actually would have been funny if uh, the fatter kids on the hockey team got sent to, oh, a, fat go to a fat camp, like Mario Lopez or whatever his name is, like you kids Emilio need to lose some weight. Yeah, yeah, Emilio Emilio Emilio. <laughs> <What>? Yikes, I <laughs> feel t- <laughs> okay, Mr. Apache Relay over there. It's Emilio Estevez. Oh my god, and he's related to the Sheens, you know that, right? <laughs> he doesn't look anything like Mario. Lopez oh my gosh. <laughs> Should I turn off my mic for the rest of the Is it on? Yeah, it's on. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> edit that, that out. <laughs> yeah. Take that out in post. Oh, man. But I do like that idea. Of the, if this was like uh, Emilio Estevez. He sending, signs him up for it. Yeah, signs him up for Fat Camp. I'd hey, watch that. You're kind of cracking the ice. <laughs> cracking the ice. I like this introduction to Gerald, though. Like, they do a good job of... He has a friend. He's not like some friendless loser. Yeah. Even though you never hear from that friend again. Like, you never see him. It reminded me a lot of the beginning of Tommy Boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Where, uh, where he's chasing the school bus. Yeah. Son of a... Because Gerald is chasing the... School bus. bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like this journey he has to go on to his house, though. He's got to pass by the baseball field and that, like through like three different neighborhoods. The dog bites at him. Foreshadowing. Yeah. The well, the foreshadowing comes from the not being able to throw the softball or the baseball over the fence. <sighs> that's just ooh, that's so sad. I've seen that. Have you ever seen that happen in real life where someone's tr- really but trying to get over the fence? Are and they, they can't? though? I want to say they're not. I just want it all to be a bit like that <laughs> fence even wasn't that tall. No, there like, was a I've section seen, of it where he could have easily thrown like, it over. I've seen people not be able to kick a soccer ball, right? Like because whatever, but throwing, you know, like I don't. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I'm being judgmental. <laughs> too high of expectations of humans. 
Yeah, and I don't remember which one of you pointed out when we were watching, but it is super weird when Gerald gets home and there's like a representative of the camp like pitching the movie. Like, Dressed in like a full suit. Yeah. Like very like, professional. He's played by, uh, I'm spacing on that actor, but he just played Mirror on um, the Watchmen show. Yeah. Uh, he's a great actor. He's been in that, what was that, Coen Brothers on Netflix, the Buster Suggs? Yeah, he's the on the front. Yeah. The Ballad of. Ballad of Buster Suggs. Have you it. guys never been recruited to a summer camp before? No. <laughs> See, I didn't do sleepaway camp as a kid. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like every summer, I when I was younger, I would go to those day sports camps or, you know, one of my sports seasons would have started, like travel baseball or something. So I was always doing something in the summer like that, but I never really had like a chance to go to a sleepaway camp. So you were at camp MVP? I travel baseball. I probably would have been, but I would have been that kid over at Camp MVP that's like, "Hey, leave those fat kids alone." Yeah, I'd have been the good MVP camp. And like, "Hey, water boy." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're the Towels MVP in our. It's not management, okay? Yeah, team I would have management. got the equipment. I would have kept score. I would have been very useful. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're the MVP in our books. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> John. Did you go to camp? I did. Oh. Uh, not a camp like that. I worked at a. I was a. I was Pat. I've been Pat before. Nice. Um, but I attended other types of camps, but nothing like that one. You never went to a fat camp? No, no. <laughs> no, I did not. But wait, so you, you've only been a counselor? You never actually went? I've been to overnight camps, but not like in the woods. Oh, what? <laughs> it's like a, a beach camp or a sports camp or... Oh, well, yeah, sports camps, I guess. But a beach camp, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> but Peter, were you about the same? Because, like, I feel like summer or travel soccer starts in the summer, too. Well, we went to a couple, uh, like, church camps that lasted, like, three or four days. Um, yeah. Would they, were they overnight? Fun. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. One of them was at uh, the the same cabin that Hannah has. Like, literally that camp. Oh, Me, too, actually. Yeah. I've yeah. been to Lake Wilson yeah, in Alabama. I was trying to remember. I guess we shouldn't give out identifying information. <laughs> John Girdler. <laughs> <No>. Uh <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I I feel like sometimes I feel like I regret not going to sleepaway camp, but at the same time, it was fun. Like I don't know. I don't know if I would have enjoyed it. I think you if if you were with your people, like it's that fun. Would've. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, you, there was just a lot of stuff to. I mean, if it's not that structured, and theirs didn't seem very structured until Bitzler no. showed up. Yeah. But like that kind of stuff is fun because it's just like you have a bunch of things to choose from, and, and you, you can just, just go out and do them. You can do that. You cannot do any of it. <laughs> I will say though that movies and television had led me to believe I would have to deal with more camp stories from people than I've actually had to encounter in the world. Yeah. Like oh, Andrew has a camp story. <laughs> he he had a romance that was. Out like a match. <laughs> Struck right before. And then like he, I don't know how he got sucked into like the spending every moment with this girl oh, during camp and he was not having fun and then they broke up. And he wasn't even allowed to be with anyone. Like he wasn't allowed to date or like whatever. Like this was just such a dumb thing. <laughs> he wasted his whole trip. It's great. You should ask him sometime. I will. That's a note to self. Andrew, yeah. a former host of this podcast, guest uh, star of this podcast. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be yeah. back <laughs> after he breaks up with the camp girl. <laughs> so <laughs> now that uh, Gerald's been invited to fat camp. Uh, this is, you know, it's just a quick, like, I'm not going. And then obviously it's the cut to him on the plane. It's so funny every time you pointed it out though. We were watching it. He was uh, flying solo. 
I forgot what the rule was with that when, because I I flew by myself as a kid too, but they were usually like really weird about it, where I had to sit in like the front two rows and like yeah, usually you would have been sitting next to Keenan. Yeah, like and yeah, you were sitting with other kids flying solo, and you all had like it was almost like they tagged you. Yeah, you were the keep you all in one place. Although yeah. when I started noticing that, you know, it was post nine eleven, so I don't know if they actually. Yeah, I don't know if they do that anymore. Got harder on the rules, like maybe back in the day, you were able to just like, hey, take a free spot, you know, like sit next to the strange man. No. I do like this introduction of Keenan though. Mm-hmm. Uh, D two Mighty Ducks alumni. He wasn't in the first one, unfortunately. But just the fr- straight up going to fat camp because you're fat. Is he your dad? Because he's fat too. <laughs> Which is Gerald's dad is uh, Arrested Development. Uh, his real dad. His real movie dad. Yeah, his real movie dad. Jeffrey Tambor, who was in Death of Stalling, the episode we haven't aired yet because yeah. the sound sucks. There so. actually are a lot of famous, famous people. people in this movie. That's pretty surprising. It's fun. Yeah. A who's who of the 90s, right? <laughs> Heavyweights. Yeah, the, I think it's interesting when they land at the airport, though, because this is one of those things that is only a movie situation because somehow all those kids are waiting there. And if they're apparently like from all over the country or one kid's from England, there's no way those flights line up. Like there's no way they can all just hang out and wait for each other. Some kids are there for like 12 hours. Yeah. Others are like their plane's late. They're not going to make the bus. There's But we get all over that and we're right outside in the the bus comes right up. It's just like, wow. Yeah, there's a giant unmarked. And they organized it by cabin. It's like all those kids were in the same cabin, too. That's true. Which was like pretty specific. I guess that's some movie camp. magic just cut off the Honestly, off the how many cabins were there? We didn't see many. Because we saw a bunch of kids, but we never really saw other cabins. That's true. We only saw uh, the chipmunk cabin. They Kid- were forest children. <laughs> they were forest <laughs> Fat forest children. <laughs> I did, I did like the little joke on the bus where it was like maximum occupancy 25 and then they crossed it out and they're at 22. Because <laughs> they're fat. I also like the the Pat. This is where we're introduced to Pat, the Pat. head count, camp counselor who's still fat even though he's been going there for 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Pat has hope? Camp? No, Pat, at that point. Pat has that girl. Well, he hasn't gotten that girl yet. Yeah, he doesn't. But like 18 years, and he keeps coming back. Maybe that's why he, he keeps coming back. Maybe he keeps saying, this will be the year. This will be the and year. It's Camp Hope is why I'm asking this. Yeah. Oh, no, we got it. <laughs> oh, for our <laughs> listeners, they might not know why. It's a weird question. But yeah. the <laughs> They send me hate mail all the time. <laughs> Who's, John keeps making these weird comments, asking questions of things I don't get. Watch the movie, listeners. <laughs> Yeah, uh, when we get to Camp Hope, it's a pretty basic, straightforward camp. As I far mean, as we can tell. Yeah, I mean, compared to the camps I know, which are like Crystal Lake, so I think it's doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> why, why did Peter point this out when we were watching? There's a kid standing at the entrance oh, yeah. for no reason, and then yeah. he just took and off And as running. soon as the bus comes in, he just turns around and walks back into the woods. Forest children. Yeah, yeah. that's that's Simmons. Yeah. Simmons is the unspoken hero of this movie. I don't know where they found that kid. But and he's just already there? Yeah, he's just hanging out with the stick. He just, just lives there. <laughs> he always has nosebleeds, and no one points it out. Like, he's just constantly... He's got bleeding. a cocaine problem. <laughs> little Easter egg for us adult watchers. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. How much you pay for that nosebleed? <laughs> <laughs> Man, 
man. The but yeah, the camp's got the blob. There's the swimming section. It's got canoes, go karts. You know, it's pretty basic. Like, oh, Ger- Gerald's gonna have some fun this summer. Uh oh, ownership's about to change. <laughs> Trouble arrives at Camp Hope <laughs> <laughs> in the form of Jerry Stiller, nonetheless. Yeah, I think it's pretty funny. Ben Stiller's real parents uh, play the initial owners of uh Camp that was Hope. his mom too oh yeah, that was his mom i did not know that she birthed him <laughs> she birthed <laughs> ben still but yeah they're pretty good the weird <laughs> sometimes you file chapter <laughs> nine <laughs> bankruptcy <laughs> never let anyone sign your checks <laughs> <laughs> i also like their like intro though of the camp of the like hi uh, hi uh, hi <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Um, you didn't go to camp, but like sometimes you have those like really? call and response type things. Yeah, like chance. Like, yeah, yeah. They had that at youth group, you know, and the the like to get everyone's attention to get them to stop talking. They like start something, and the thing at our youth group lasted for about a minute and a half, two minutes. Oh God. Yeah, but everyone did it. See, I just went to sports camps where the coaches were allowed to say, just shut the hell up. Nope. <laughs> announcements, <laughs> announcements, <laughs> announcements. <laughs> the old grave. No, we're not doing the whole song. We're not doing it. <laughs> oh, come on. I got my arm going and everything. <laughs> she oh. died. How did she die? <laughs> no. No. Anyway, so. <laughs> we love sports and we don't care who knows That wasn't it. a part of it. <laughs> Jerry Stiller, though, lets everybody know. That uh, they fired, or they filed Chapter Nine bankruptcy, and they've sold the camp to uh, Ben Stiller's character, the iconic Tony Perkins, and his introduction is amazing. The suit he's wearing, how like hyped up he is. He already so, had everything set up on stage. Yeah, <laughs> for the <laughs> curtains to unfold. Like what? The chandelier coming yeah. down so good from his dad's company. Yeah. The lighting fixture king, and he like does that in quotes. <laughs> I love his hair throughout this movie too. His <laughs> hair is awesome. I hope that's not a wig. I hope he was legitimately able to like tease his hair out like that. Fortunately, it looks like a wig because when he plays his dad. He's wearing like a cap. Oh yeah, but then it looks pretty low. I mean, it would make sense if it was a wig. But, but I, I mean, I think it's real. It'd be pretty it's sweet. A real name. You asked a good question earlier, Mark. Is White Goodman's character based on Tony Perkins? I think it has to be. Like the Globo Gym <laughs> logo is pretty close to the Perkins Size Me logo. They almost have that same attitude, except I would say White Goodman from Dodgeball is like dumber. <laughs> But uh, there has to be some sort of reference connection. It's but too it's too similar not to be. If you had the movie looking more at Ben Stiller, like he's the son of a rich guy that's actually trying to prove he can do something with his life. Yeah, like it's actually really sad. Oh, <laughs> it's like the character of Tony or Tony Perkins is it's, so sad. It's tragic. <laughs> He was made fun of, like, you know, he was 300 pounds when he was little. Like. He says it is opening that he hit, because he was taught by tutors his entire life, he was excited to work with kids for the first time. <laughs> like, like, he's never interacted with kids. It's really sad. It's terrible. It is kind of sad. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of those uh, dropped lines throughout the movie of the, like, um, stragglers get left behind. I know I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just like his dad being like, my dad never hugged me. You don't see me crying about it. <laughs> it's super messed up. But I-, I said this when we were watching it. Ben Stiller had, must have had so much fun making this because 
he he doesn't have to do anything in this movie but say the craziest shit imaginable and then leave the scene and the rest of the cast actually has to make a movie out of this. Mm-hmm. It's literally just him coming in and just saying shit like lunch is canceled due to a lack of hustle. <laughs> Deal with it. I'm like that's incredible. <laughs> Can we say like our favorite Tony Perkins lines or should we save that for the end? No, yeah, you go ahead and say yours. My favorite is, uh, <laughs> you're a good guard, Nicholas. I mean, yeah, that scene is great. I was your gonna, queen would be proud. That's my favorite. Line. <laughs> yeah, your queen would be proud. Oops, butterfingers. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, come here, you devil log. Just throw it over. <laughs> yeah, when he like jumps over and he's like, oh, I can do something with that. <laughs> Turns around, lifts it over his head. It's so good. Like he's trying hard, like, and he's a yeah. Just... He he's playing the perfect. It literally just seems like Judd Apatow or whoever the director just came up to him and was like, I want you to just be as over the top as you want. And they just let him be as psycho as he wanted to be. And it works 100% because he's both terrifying and hilarious. <laughs> like the scene later in the movie when they're on the cliff edge and he's like, that's, and freaking out on him, that's actually like terrifying. <laughs> Like this movie definitely could have turned into him just killing all the kids. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, once we're introduced to Tony Perkins, the the weight loss quote unquote begins. Just the montage of like 90 style workouts with those sliding things. And how theirs is on an incline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Set up for failure. They were never gonna do be able to do that. What are those called? Do y'all know? Um, Slip and slide uh, juniors. There's I don't something know. I think they're just called like sliding boards. The because I remember those commercials when I was a kid, those late night where you like watching like, this. No. Oh, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I. But yeah, the they destroy the blob, they break apart the go karts, you know, kick Pat out of the uh, out of the chipmunk bunk. Uh, we're Hans. No, Lars. Yeah. We're doing. We're introduced. You're thinking Lars. of Hans Zimmer. He did the soundtrack. I'm not. <laughs> Definitely not. Hans Zimmer's not good. Oh, man. Lars is so good. Lars is another great just gym throughout this whole movie. Just everything he says is ridiculous. And part of it is the accent of just like the body system. <laughs> when you're supposed to be watching him at the lake. The body system? <laughs> the body. <laughs> body. Body. <laughs> oh, buddy. From very far away. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say with the deviated septum? He's just yeah. like, the, I might so make an unusual sleeps. sound. Don't worry, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Lars was in Dodgeball later with White Goodman. That would have been a funny fun. throwback. Yeah, if Lars was one of the, the Globo Gym whatever Dodgeballers. <laughs> it's funny because he, he kind of reminded me of The Deep. Where like he's intimidating at first, and then after like you learn more about him, he's just a, a pushover. Oh, from the boys, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, I definitely get that vibe. <laughs> I'm with you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and from there, he's like, whatever. I love the. Uh, I think just after because at this point we're set up with what the plot of this movie is. The Gerald thought he was coming to a fun camp. It got turned into a psycho Nazi weight loss camp by Tony Perkins. Uh, I think like the first real big event, quote unquote, is the softball game, which I laugh solely because the makeup department 
made it look like the fat kids had been in like 10 rounds with Mike Tyson. They look so <laughs> beat up for no reason. It's softball. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like they were stopping the balls or anything, you know, like they weren't the ones running around and sliding. They yeah. were getting hit by them though. Yeah. They were playing camp MVP, the, the titular evil camp across the lake, just like there always is in these movies. It's great. You gotta have the evil camp to like fight at the end of the movie. Who's the more evil villain, Tony Perkins or Camp MVP? Oh, Camp MVP. Yeah, because at least Tony Perkins wanted to beat Camp MVP. Yeah, mm. I don't think Tony knows really what he's doing, but the coach of MVP definitely does. Yeah, I mean, he was driving the boat while they yeah. were coming over, <laughs> yeah, and vandalizing, and just driving by to go, "You stink! You stink! <laughs> you stink!" <laughs> It's not even. I feel like if I was at a camp and a rival camp was driving in a by in a boat, going "You stink, you stink," I wouldn't even be phased. It just seems like, really, they're wasting a lot of effort for such a low level insult. <laughs> it is a family movie, of course. So, but yeah, the fact that the coach is driving these kids to go do this stuff is hilarious. Oh man. But yeah, the baseball game or softball games, obviously, they're getting slaughtered. They're all going <laughs> to the nurse. <laughs> we haven't talked about it. Oh, yeah, yet. we didn't talk about the nurse. It's her first year. First year, and she's got eyes on big old Pat. <laughs> big man with an even bigger heart. And he has no idea. Might even have a. Maybe. A big Pat. <laughs> a big Pat. We don't know what Pat is swinging. A big old Pat. <laughs> pat her up. <laughs> well played. I like that. But yeah, so Tony is doing all these weird things to motivate them to lose weight. So getting crushed by MVP was one of them. We also see a montage that is, I I didn't realize to like such later viewing that that's supposed to be an allusion to Platoon when Gerald's writing a letter to his grandma. Because in Platoon, he's writing a letter to his grandma because his parents won't listen to him. That's funny. <laughs> and it's the same opening of the, like, they say war is hell. I've got one question about the baseball game. Yeah. Softball game. Yeah. Because they're girls. I mean, fat kids? I don't know. How were they able to get the MVP team? Like, how, how did they get the outs? That's true. Oh, like to get the from inning to they inning. They just run ruled them. I thought the same thing. I mean, thing. they had they had different scores each inning. We never saw the fat kids pitch. We never saw Camp Hope pitch. No, so but we saw the because the, the we guy, saw them bat, and we saw the score when he's like eight, he was like writing a, and then he like makes it a nine. Well, we saw know? them fielding because they were getting hit by the, the ball over and over. But Peter's got a good point. How did they ever close out an inning to go like in the way they were looking? It looked like. <laughs> It's a game that would never end. <laughs> Maybe they did like a when you get to ten, the innings over. One of the innings was eighteen points. Eight, yeah, there's some eighteen. I mean, eight maybe you got to get lucky sometime. <laughs> I was like, I, that was a something I wish I saw. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Another uh, good point. Um, I'm giving myself a good point here. Is that <laughs> the point, part of the premise is that Tony Perkins is filming, trying to film an infomercial about the camp. Because right. that's the the footage. Yeah, I feel like we haven't said that yet. And he's like, that's part of the setup for this is that he's trying to get good moments on camera. Oh, uh, yes. I, okay, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I thought that was going into a point about the softball game. So I'm gonna let you go with that. My bad. <laughs> no, I'm, that's it. I'm dropping the ball on this give and take. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
But I like the it's montage fine. though, the platoon montage, just because it shows them destroying everything, and it's like the dramatic music, and it's just like the cut to the weird speech of uh, Ben Stiller around a fire, being like, "I know you because I was you," <laughs> <laughs> trying to like connect to them. I like the transitions in this movie too. It feels like PowerPoint, like you know, oh, swipe slides. left, swipe right. Yeah, the one thing of just them breaking ice over his abs while he's on a bed of nails. He's like, you'll all be doing this by Labor Day. Yeah. <laughs> what? And why are they going to be there at Labor Day? I don't know. <laughs> so good. But after the softball game, too, the next phase of shaming them into weight loss is uh, the dance where they brought in a girls camp. There's apparently a lot of camps in the area. Yeah. You know, this area is just rich with camp activity. Separated by various groups, dynamics. <laughs> yeah, like there's almost like cliques with these camps. That's so weird. <laughs> MVP could have been co-ed, you know, like, yeah. who knows? It's just people that want to win. But <laughs> what would the girls camp have been, you think? Just girls camp? Uh, we don't get any backstory. Popular girls camp? I guess. I was kind of kidding. How would the camp know that they're popular? I don't know. Camp MVP seems to be like... Yeah, they're winners. Yeah, the winners. How do they know they're winners? (laughs) Maybe they have like a, hey, are you going to eat this food for lunch or eat this food for lunch? And, you know, if you choose A over B, you get in. But if you choose B over A, you're not, you know? like, Or if you eat A, then go in and throw it up, then you get in. Right, because that one girl, that. yeah, that one girl calls out her her friend for being bulimic. They're supposed to be like eleven or twelve. That's <laughs> so pretty that's fucking a little, dark. Uh, messed up. <laughs> that's pretty dark. <laughs> but yeah, the sad. it's so awkward. But it also gave me such. It's sad to say middle school vibes because they're younger than middle schoolers in that moment. But I feel like middle school dances were like that of just the empty space in the middle, guys on one side, girls on the other. Super awkward. Can relate. Can relate. Can't relate. Oh, because you didn't. I didn't go. Yeah. Oh, I was homeschooled. I danced with my mom. (laughs) (laughs) So you were raised by tutors your entire life. So you're excited to be working with. Yeah. My tutor was my mom, (laughs) (laughs) and she loved me. (laughs) But this is uh, supposed to be like a fun, I guess, kind of a win scene for the camp hope because it's supposed it's awkward at first but then pat and uh the other the other dude goes in there first and it's like acting a fool and pat's like what are you doing yeah they all, but they all start dancing and grooving and making it like a good time so then the girls join in and everybody's happy but tony doesn't want that i like tony's outfit in this scene too he's got the denim shirt with the denim like jeans tucked in and the tie like rolled up all the way up his arm <laughs> There's some good uh, life lessons in this scene. Like you shouldn't care what other people think about you. For example, do they teach the that dance, in this scene on the dance floor? I think they just say dance. Even yeah. though Sam, one of the fat kids, gets a good smooching as yeah. the girls are leaving. That's so they out had of like Maybe 45 seconds of contact before. Oh man, like, Sam, just a player. That's what summer camps for? <laughs> what does Tony say though about the insects? Oh, yeah, like, get these fruit uh, trays. Yeah, he says the. Uh, put the fruit trays away. The insects will be out soon. <laughs> and just like walks off camera. That's like his one of his only lines. He comes in, says, dance is over. Sorry, ladies. I know it wasn't easy. You gave it your best try or whatever. And then just <laughs> the fruit tray line. And then leaves. It's incredible. <laughs> oh, man. 
the weird kind of like point i guess it's there's plot points in it but a scene that seems so weird in terms of the pacing is them breaking into tony's uh cabin i guess to look for candy um because like they find the letters so he'd been holding all their letters which is super messed up but other than that like and I guess they see the poster of what he's trying to sell, which is all the kids being skinny. Yeah, he's like, that's me. Skinny. <laughs> but skinny. Were, were they not looking for Josh at this point? Or is he already no, back? No, Josh was back. He is back, okay. Because Josh got kicked out for the Seymour Butts thing and their stash of candy that they had hidden out. I guess we skipped over that because that's actually a really interesting thing. It's when they first get to the camp and uh, Gerald sees that they have like these trap compartments all over the cabin to hide food they have snuck in, which is why they're all still fat. <laughs> so no one at Camp Hope loses weight. But like it, it wasn't even like that was the intent of the camp anyway. It was kind of weird to have to have compartments to hide it if right, it didn't really matter. We didn't get to see what the real Camp Hope was like, so maybe there were more We did at the beginning. No, but they only had like a day. <sighs> That's enough. But there might have been structured events of like daily walks and hikes and stuff like that that they had to participate in. And that would help, you know, lose weight, I guess. But they're cheating by having all sorts of deli meats <laughs> and candy in random drawers. I like the one that's in the the, the bunk, bunk bed. bed. Yeah. They're like Hollowed he's knocking out. on the wood. Yeah. The laser. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Josh got kicked out and then he comes back. Because his dad's a lawyer. And says he's going to sue him. Yeah. <laughs> and that now folded like a... What was it? Folded like the Buffalo Bills in a Super Bowl? Hey! <laughs> a timely reference. It's good in 95. It's good in 20. Yeah, can still laugh at that. <laughs> yes. Everyone can laugh at the Bills. Uh, but yeah, just them breaking into the house just seems like a weird beat in the movie. It just doesn't feel like it flows with the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And it it's like a zero-sum game because they escape... And then we find out that one of the counselors is running a, like, smuggling enterprise. To the bring... guy that was at the camp last year. Yeah. <laughs> Who ratted them. I love that. He ratted them out about their stashes so then he could set up a business of getting paid to bring them junk food and hide it in a hollowed out stump in the woods. That guy is doing things yeah he's going places that dude probably runs some fortune 500 company probably has right the most hope that's jeff of them bezos all. <laughs> that's, and that kid was jeff bezos even pat got in on the orders yeah oh, classical man. pat yeah of course to i love candy because you know gotta make that right on the nose i don't get it <laughs> i laugh when they find out though about the food being snuck in of just the wait rapper a food wrapper. Do you hear it? And when they go and find that kid, the bathroom stall. The is, door's like two feet tall. Yeah, it's like two <laughs> feet off the ground. It's like a saloon door. You could see <laughs> that kid's entire downstairs. Like, you have no privacy if you're going if you're going to the bathroom. Like, that's not okay. Although here in America, I feel like the cracks between the door and the stall wall are pretty large. Yeah, they're usually pretty bad. You looking in there? Yeah, he is. <laughs> I'm looking out of there. <laughs> <laughs> looking out into the world. <laughs> How weird to look through there if you're like a peeper, just to see someone staring at you. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you're a peeper. 
But uh, so all these kids are eating all this junk food being smuggled in, and you know it's it's way in time for We're halfway the, through. Yeah, halfway through, way in time for the Perkisism. This is I love this scene. This might be one of my favorite scenes in the movie of just how everything how it starts of Ben Stiller messing up the run in. Just he runs. No, no, no. Wait, I'm I'm not rolling yet. Well, are you rolling now, Kenneth? <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth is such a goodness. Speed. Does that Does mean it? rolling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> just the fake smile coming on. <laughs> and just the get on the scale. You are two pounds heavier than when you came to camp. But you know what? That's okay. <laughs> like him trying to like psych himself up. Muscle weighs more than fat. <laughs> and then just the get on the scale. Get off the scale. <laughs> Turn the camera off. <laughs> So good. And then he has his like Smeagol Gollum moment, which, you know, I heard Andy Serkis, you know, was inspired by this. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. <laughs> Just, <laughs> How you doing, little Tony? Fuck bad. <laughs> Why is that? Because they're failing. <laughs> Whose fault is their fault? It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> makes him like now the final climax of the Perkins storyline is they're going to go on a 20 mile hike with no food. <laughs> Pack light. <laughs> they had canteens, though. They did have good. canteens. Uh, not enough water for 20 miles. Yeah. So so to quote uh, Keenan through the movie, somebody's going to die. <laughs> what did they have in those huge backpacks? That's what I wanted to know. We never saw him camp. And he did say pack light, so I don't know. A parka? <laughs> Maybe some weights or something. Just Extra to, resistance. Oh, make it, yeah, to make it worse. Oh, man. But yeah, the the hike's pretty interesting. Uh, I guess the big thing is uh, they see the hole in the ground that they're going to force Tony to fall into later, which is good. But you're basically just watching these fat kids drop like flies <laughs> we have like pat and the nurse trying to figure out legal like the adults are trying to find a solution to get rid of tony yeah. on one side and then the kids are trying to like physically get rid of him yeah push him off a cliff it's so interesting that the the adults couldn't actually think of a logistic like they just needed to contact the parents like I they mean, didn't think about that there is a reason that they're camp counselors that's true, but that's the first thing I thought of was they were like, they called uh, social services, which seems extreme, but maybe well, not. Because she has a, like, they she all have someone they know. Like, she has <laughs> someone she knows in social services. And the then he skinny has dude has a friend who's a lawyer who he only refers to as the lawyer. <laughs> yeah, that's what the lawyer said. <laughs> of just the, He said it was dicey. Like, <laughs> 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 like what kind of lawyer did he call? Yeah, some for the mob. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What do you got for me?" Nah, that's too dicey. Too dicey. I ain't going down that road. <laughs> what? But then, um, yeah, they're gonna buy. I guess the when Kenneth runs walks by, saying that he is owed money for the footage he's been shooting. That's when they get the idea of what they're gonna do to get rid of Tony. And that's when Julie finds out what she's gonna have to do to get the tapes. Oh God. <laughs> Nurse Julie. Because they didn't have the money for it. But logistically, am I wrong? If they had just gotten to a phone and contacted the parents and say, hey, this is what's happening, all the parents would have just come up and pulled the kids. That's how you deal with that. I mean, that's what happened on Parents Weekend. They're like, what? But you didn't have to wait till Parents Weekend. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's so weird. Like, I feel like one of the parents should have brought that up. After the video's going on, it's like, this has been going on the whole time and not one phone call? Yeah, they weren't that upset. You're just as responsible, dumbasses. But <laughs> if, if there are no kids at the camp, it's not like they're going to get paid. That's a good point. <laughs> it's, it's tricky. And there's no phones back then either. Yeah. What do you mean? They, they didn't, didn't have pay phones? No. I didn't see. I didn't. What? Gerald calls his yeah, dad. And I his saw, dad does the, I did not no. send you to go-kart camp. <laughs> it wasn't a phone. Yeah, they made that stop no, working. It was too. a taco. <laughs> Shell. Remember in the 90s, they had all these crazy phones? That was one of them. Like a no. banana phone. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was a taco phone. Yeah. Taco Tuesday. Oh, man, but the kids' plan is once, murder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. While they're doing the yoga, they're like, let's push them. There's not a jury in the world that convic- could convict us. To be honest, though, they would have gotten away with it. He jumped up there on his own. Yeah, he jumped Will. up, or if they pushed him, all of them just have to stay quiet and say, this is what happened. Who's going to prove him wrong? That who? plus the tape of them abusing him? Honestly, that would probably be the British kid. Yeah, I was going to say, who would break? Oh, probably yeah. Nicholas. Well, he's probably got, uh, what's that called? When uh, ambassadors have um, diplomatic immunity, yeah, diplomatic immunity. <laughs> Nicholas has got diplomatic <laughs> immunity. Tell him, have Nicholas push that kid off or the <laughs> Tony off, and we'll be good. <laughs> oh, spot of bother! <laughs> My sincerest apologies. <laughs> I shoved Tony Perkins off the cliff. <laughs> yeah, but I, I this is a weird. I do think it's weird how they trick Tony into. The chase of the can you see your hair while doing a sit up? It's for the kids, for some humor for the kid in you. I did laugh. Yeah, I did laugh at it though. His nose up his ass. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I do. I do laugh at the scene just because Ben Stiller's so good. Uh, just the there's so many myths about the abdominals. That is a That's great line. <laughs> line. <laughs> I forgot about it's that. So good. And the, just the when he does sit up and he's face is just in Goldberg's <laughs> ass. It's like, it's like he pulls his pants all the way yeah. down. He's seeing That's more. That's assault. <laughs> He's definitely seeing more Straight than just up assault. <laughs> but just him karate chopping like the back of his knees being like, oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> it's quick thinking. It is. <laughs> but obviously the chase leads back to that hole and Tony falls in. That's a great line too by Tony, the because he fakes the hamstring <laughs> things. Like congratulations, you just joined seventy percent of Americans who failed to properly stretch before exercising. <laughs> <laughs> falls through the hole. <laughs> so good. Oh man. But uh, yeah, so the parent or the counselors, the adults, the adults' <laughs> plan is to get the videotape. The kids commit a like. High-level felony, which uh, by kidnapping and yeah. imprisoning Tony in an electric cage. Yeah, and torturing him with <laughs> electricity. Oh my gosh! I like how when they show the adults that they have Tony, the nurse is like, "I think it's great." Julie, she yeah. has a name. Sorry, Julie thinks it's great. While <laughs> the skinny one, I forgot his uh, name. Is I've, it Dan? I didn't look it up. They call him Sticks, right? Sticks or, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> but Don't you do have a baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's like, he like overreacts. He's like they get people to chair for people <laughs> like this. Oh, geez, Sticks. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, they're a bunch of kids. They're not gonna give them the chair, but uh, these kids are gonna have some records. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so they've got Tony in the cage. So now they can take back over Camp Hope. 
yeah, joyous. Somehow they get the other counselors around the trees. Yeah, yeah ne- that's, never explained. Yeah, that's never explained. I never thought about it either, though, until you had pointed that out. Yeah. That is super weird that they got all the quote-unquote buff and in-shape instructors tied up around trees, including Honey our trap. boy Lars. That's, that's you think what Julia I think. I think Julia was the, was the bait. <laughs> Lured them one by one out to the woods. Maybe all three at the same time. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Uh, but our poor boy Lars strapped that tree. And they, they paint honey on his chest. Like they're assaulting them. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of crime. There's a lot of crime in this movie. <laughs> but yeah, this and then from this moment, it's all the like triumphant. They bring back all the Camp Hope stuff. You know, we see Gerald hold the camp like you know camp owner Tony Perkins thing over his head. Ah, what does that mean? He still owns it. Yeah, he still owns <laughs> technically. <it. laughs> Then we get to cut to one of the funniest, weirdest, and disgusting cheat days ever in history. They've got like six large pizzas, one of those, like multiple of those, what was it, 12 foot Subway party, sandwich party things. Party subs. Yeah, do the they even still subs. do that anymore? Subway? I think they stopped. Mm. Those too are always, much. Those were always kind of fun to see, though. Like, I always felt like it was too much and it was kind of got weird. You but... can never eat one in one sitting. <laughs> But I love this of just them all sell. They got fireworks somehow. They they're doing a big bonfire. It's like Lord of the Flies, but with <laughs> junk food. It's actually really gross. It's gross. What did you say? You said something when we were watching it. Like all I see is shit ridden pants and vomit <laughs> yeah. or something. Like that. That's the day after. Oh, that's the day after. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And Pat is like the grounds crew guy now, so he's gonna be the one that has to clean all that up. No. no. Oh, Pat. Pat turns into a man tonight. <laughs> this was a viewing. I had never thought about this, but it lines up. It makes so much sense. He goes to join. He wants to join in on the festivities of the food. Julie grabs his hand. No. Stay, Stay with, with me. me. And he does. Cut to the next morning. Pat looking <laughs> spiffy. His hair is done. He's wearing a button-up tucked in. He's... He's got that afterglow. He's blown. <laughs> He's been laid. <laughs> <laughs> the speech he does give. We're going to do something with ourselves yeah, now. Yeah, it's like we need to respect ourselves. If we respect ourselves, nobody can touch us. And like, we got to get it together. What the speech should have been was, guys, I have seen the light. <laughs> there is something beyond. <laughs> While you were out here munching down on these sandwiches, <laughs> I was doing some of my own. Yeah, food for the body. <laughs> I was having food for the soul. <laughs> Julie's like, I, God, I love when he talks like this. <laughs> God, I love my fat man. <laughs> <laughs> Talk dirty to me, Pat. How incredible would that have been if it's just a one giant him bragging about having sex with <laughs> a mega beach? But like disguising it. <laughs> All in you would know. Oh man. But yeah, this this is the part I was talking about at the beginning where it goes from they take over the camp, the pack gives that speech, pack gets laid, has that speech. And then it cuts to like three different times of them like cleaning up the camp, and then one scene of them going on a power walk. Yeah. Another scene of them making pasta primavera, which is not like a full of calories. Yeah, like maybe a salad. Like 
Let's start these kids on salads. <laughs> oh, Julie, they know what carbs are. <laughs> okay. They threw together this curriculum pretty fast, though. They did. Give them credit. But all, all we see, we see more of them cleaning the camp than we do them bettering themselves. Well, because it took them that long to clean the camp. <laughs> they destroyed it. They destroyed it. And it just cuts to the Apache Relay. Where he's like, you know what, Grandma? Maybe we can even win the Apache. Oh, no, wait. I'm no, skipping over Parents, weekend. parents weekend, the <laughs> pinnacle part of the film. I just want to get to the Apache Relay. Oh, man. Can we just call it the Relay? Yeah, let's just call uh, it the Relay. Yeah. Okay? Well, like, nothing about it make, makes sense to call it Apache. No. Not one I of those. I feel like it, if you go to those camps, they have all those, like, racially insensitive things. things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I get that, that, John. I get that. <laughs> Not saying I support it. <laughs> not Sig saying not. I don't support it. <laughs> just saying it's there. I'm just saying we can all agree it's the Washington football team. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what what color are they? That's not important. They just play football. Okay. They're still red. We don't know because they're just football players. Okay. That's all we see them as. Not Apaches. <laughs> they're not Apaches. <laughs> Parents Weekend, that's a pretty good dad moment. For the parents' weekend, when um, yeah, he hasn't lost a pound, yeah, he's like, "You look the same." <laughs> just like that <laughs> disappointment of it was that tone of like, "I just spent all this money sitting here, and you look the exact goddamn same, son of a." But bitch. I'm happy. He's like, well, that's in the mom, classic mom. That's important too. No, it's not. Okay, <laughs> but Gerald's become a leader through this, which is going to be more valuable than the weight he would have lost. That's true. To be honest, though, that I think about it. I think my parents would have been reversed. I think my dad would have been just happy to see me like, oh, you know, that's fun. They heard my mom would just be like, Mark, you look fatter. <laughs> like, thanks, mom. <laughs> How you doing, dad? He's like, well, I drove up here with her. <laughs> How many fruit roll-ups did you have for breakfast? <laughs> A lot. Multiple cups. But... <laughs> cups of fruit. <laughs> okay. We're... Oh, oh yeah. yeah, is it? It's is, Nicholas being the garden. Yes, because <laughs> it, it makes sense because Nicholas's parents are in England, so yeah. they're not going to fly for Parents Weekend. So of course Nicholas gets guard duty, while the rest of the parents are in uh, the like main cafeteria hall, whatever, watching the video, watching the video of Tony Perkins being a psychopath. I love the <laughs> Camp Hope or Camp Hell. I love the chant he's having them say while they're running. It's like, everywhere I go, I'm late. (laughs) 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 So mean. Well, not if you leave a little early. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, this interaction with Ben Stiller and little British Nicholas is probably one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Just him... Because Nicholas falls asleep, he's able to like short circuit the electric fence with his fork, and he makes a fake Hershey Hershey kiss out of aluminum foil and napkin, <laughs> and somehow Nicholas falls for that. Yeah, like Nicholas gave him the food. He knows he doesn't have a Hershey kiss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the, you're a good guard, Nicholas. Should be rewarded <laughs> with a delicious chocolate. Queen, we're proud of you. <laughs> Make your queen proud. Just the throw it over. Then it'd be smushed. 
<laughs> but the fact that Nicholas like drops his stick, like it's like a cartoon level of stupidity to go get this Hersey kid. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. But obviously he grabs Nicholas. But then that equals gets out. Yeah, I guess he gets him in like a headlock. He's like, you're going to release the cage kind of situation. Yeah. I don't think they can show the scene, which is actually Tony Perkins being like, like I'm going to snap your goddamn neck. <laughs> I would have like followed those orders if I was in a headlock from Tony Perkins. Yeah, you're an 11 year old kid. <laughs> but I mean, he's facing the wrong way. That's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to turn around. How's he going to unlock it? <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, this is when it reaches, you know, Tony escapes. I love that he doesn't come in through the doorway. Yeah, Somehow he got to a top tier like level window to just clap. <laughs> the villain was a little over the top. <laughs> <laughs> and he drops down. Ow. Yeah, he does like a front flip. Yeah. <laughs> that hurt. So good. His rant about he's too strong and all this stuff he's going to take, like no one can stop him while he's just breaking glass and, and walking. Stepping on it. <laughs> I would love it. I know it had to have been planned because I was probably sugar glass, but how crazy would it be to find out that that was improv? Like yeah. Ben Stiller's just actually smashing glass. It's just walking across it. <laughs> His feet look like it. <laughs> but yeah, Peter, you were pointed out though, because it's this is a weird just scene in general movie because Gerald's dad punches him in the stomach, punches Tony in the stomach. I made that sound like punches Gerald in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you lose me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dad. Why didn't you tell me about this? <laughs> <laughs> but he punches uh, Tony in the stomach. And um, then when Tony like karate chops him back, he does a bunch of backflips and crashes into the wall. And then they're just like, we did it. We defeated him. And that's like the end of it Yeah, for that scene. But it doesn't make any sense. And then you found out it, there's like a weird scene with a bow and arrow that was cut. Yeah. Like, and he was aiming at the kids or something. And does that mean someone else maybe like knocked him out? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I was supposed to be on the Blu ray, but A plus B equals he's knocked out. Yeah. Somehow he's still, he's still knocked out. And uh, Larry Perkins, the lighting fixture king, <laughs> comes to stop. Yeah, it comes in to save the day. Pick up his son. Oh, man. Played who, by Ben Stiller. Yeah, who was yeah, Ben play, Stiller? Yeah, played by Ben Stiller and old man makeup. Man wearing... I, I had never noticed the uh, in that scene, though, because they're giving, <clears throat> they're giving Pat the camp, or to run the camp. We don't know for how long, at least for this summer. Um, he's got a good record, though. They won the Apache Relay under his... Uh, spoiler, but... <laughs> But I never noticed in that scene when they're giving the camp to Pat that Ben Stiller like has rolled down the window to like sadly peek <laughs> over the window. <laughs> also, Tony's not going to jail or anything. He's just getting in a limo to go back to his dad's house. I feel like some sort of charges would be brought one way or the other. Or maybe Larry Perkins was like, we'll call it square. You kidnapped my son. He assaulted you guys. Even Stevens. Okay, we're if good. If you knew his dad, you'd know that's more punishment than going to jail. <laughs> Put me in jail. Make dad beat me. Could you imagine if that's what Tony was yelling? He's like, no, no, just send me to jail. Just send me to jail. He's getting lit with yeah, the, dark. Yeah, shit. dark ending. <laughs> What's going to happen to Tony? Oh, man. But of course, because the kids want to stay. So they got to give the camp to Pat so they can finish out the summer. We don't know what's going to happen to the camp post this summer, but they're going to have this summer. And it's time for the relay. 
which is the weirdest relay. And I feel like it must have been a situation because it's between two camps, MVP and Hope. So it had to have been a thing where they each got to decide an event, right? That's the only way to explain why there'd be a long string of various coordination and athletic events with one random hall of intelligence and then a go-kart race at the end. And there seems to be no rules on how you get from place to place. But all the people who are like overseeing the relay are people from Camp Hope. Not all of them. It was only the uh, the only ones we saw were the ones in the halls of intelligence. Yep, but we didn't see any other ones. But we just saw like random extras at the other seats, at the other stations. So maybe those were camp MVP counselors. There were so many like adults that I didn't know what they were doing. But I feel like that would make sense though, right? Like you come together and like you say this event and then I put down an event. You say an event. It's a challenge of the body and of the mind. Maybe. You're going to tell me all those camp MVP kids are dumbasses? I mean, though, to be fair, some of the questions would have been difficult. Like, I wouldn't have been able to name at least two of those art, the paintings. And then I, I've never actually attempted the math equation, but I'm not a math guy. <laughs> 11. 11. I did like that. The um, He's like, 55. No. 17. 9. The answer's nine. No, nine's German for no. Because <laughs> he's dressed like Einstein. Why was Kenneth working the booth? Yeah, they somehow got Kenneth to work the relay. Like, he's just a part of the camp now. <laughs> when you're here, you're family. I guess. What I don't understand about the relay, though, is MVP gets a massive lead. Huge. Huge. It looks like they're on the third or fourth event before Potato Sack Kid is through. Right. So, and I get that... Uh, they like are able to catch up in the hall of intelligence, but why, like, how does the time work framework of like, like you pointed out with the, the softball game, how does the kid from MVP get out of the hall of intelligence if he can't answer any of the questions? And how did they score a, a goal on the goalie from camp MVP? You yeah. know, like how did the other camp, camp hope, hope get how did we today? score? Yeah. yeah I never it? saw that. Like how did Pat score with Julie? He can't even, <laughs> he can't even touch the ball. Oh, yeah, he whiffed. Just woof. And Pat doesn't even know where. <laughs> well, she's a nurse. She can teach him. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I just wanted Peter to finish that. <laughs> but, yeah, because. So, even if Nicholas gets out of the Hall of Intelligence first, that MVP kid is sure as shit going to beat Nicholas to the go-karts in a yeah. foot race. So, my question then is. It looked like the go-karts couldn't take off until someone said go. So the go-karts were completely separate from the relay aspect. So if MVP had had like a five-minute lead, Doesn't matter. would they have had to wait yeah. for the go-kart race? That's what it looked like. That defeats the purpose of a relay. <laughs> yeah. You can't have the last section of a relay be an even start. <laughs> like Pat needed to chase the kid, not one, two, three, go. Pat even got a little bit of a head start. How did he get a lead? <laughs> Maybe they just want an exciting finish, but they add on five minutes to Camp Pope's time or something. You know, oh, if you they're coming like in behind at the end. That would have been From funny. The they still <laughs> lost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the real wins are the friends you make along the way. <laughs> yeah. That would be so funny. Disqualified. They win the go race, and then they do the times, and they still lost by like ten minutes. <laughs> and Pat's like, "Hey, five minutes. That's two and a half more than I did last night." <laughs> 
I was going to say that was a better time than last year. And then or they, than last improved. night. How about that's a better, <laughs> it's a better time than last night. And Julie's like, I wouldn't say so. <laughs> <laughs> then Keenan's just like, we get it, Pat. You got laid. Okay. We're why, kids. Why does it have to be Keenan? Because <laughs> Keenan was the one throughout he the movie. He was the only one. Like telling, yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, man, the go-kart race, I don't know which one of you guys pointed out, but the track itself was, like, dangerous. <laughs> yeah. There were a few times where it looked like they were going to tip over the go-kart. Into the on lake or turns. whatever. Yeah. yeah, one of them went over, was like a bridge over the lake. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's an accident waiting to happen. The fact that uh, the MVP kid had the roll cage made sense. The fact that uh, Gerald's did not at all. That's a huge safety risk. <laughs> so what you got to do to win the cup? Gotta win that the doesn't cup. really matter. His could also fly, which seems like a safety yeah, risk. The boost, the boost on his go-kart was the stolen boat engine from MVP, which wouldn't make sense. Do- got him. It was, <laughs> it's a boat propeller. It's not going to do shit. It's extra horses. If anything, it just added weight. <laughs> you got a eight seahorse power in there. Oh man, it should have been like he used it, did the jump over MVP guy or whatever, and like the boost, it worked. He's like, "What boost? Like we never got it." Fit. It's like you mean that was me all along? It was inside of you all along, <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> Julie's like, just like Pat was. <laughs> Keenan goes, "We know." <laughs> It's the first time both you guys got laid. God, we're eleven and twelve year olds, Pat. We don't need to be hearing this. <laughs> Better been wearing jimmies. <laughs> baby, <laughs> first campo baby. Oh man, the ending of this movie though is kind of weird because you know they won, they got the trophy, everyone's excited, but then the MVP coach is like, "We're putting a formal protest. That cup belongs to us." There's no grounds. He doesn't say, like, and to you what, guys though? cheated. And where yeah, are we they? posting this complaint to? Right, who are they protesting The to? girls' camp. The yeah. girls' camp is going to be the third-party deciding factor. Of course. it's the, They just have all the rules in there, and I don't actually play by them. I get it. The I girls' get it. camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. But that's so weird that he throws it out there, and they're like, this is, this is what you want? This is what your life's about? This camp or this cup? I'll airmail it back and just yeah. throw we it. We get it. You got yeah. me. <laughs> you know what I wish would have happened is they turned. They're like, and where? where's the cup? And they like turn and Tony's holding it. And he's like, game over. <laughs> <laughs> he like punts it into the lake or it, something. Yeah, just has it over his head, runs into the woods. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but that's just how the movie ends. Yeah. We were talking about this, though, uh, during the like during the celebration. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, he throws it and he's like, you're crazy. <laughs> crazy about my gal. <laughs> Get over here, Julie. <laughs> he didn't talk like that at all. Is he a mobster named Bugsy? Like, what the hell? <laughs> Ever since I got laid, I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> he's the same lawyer that told him it was dicey. <laughs> it's pretty dicey. <laughs> But we were talking about this during the celebration scene. We were watching it that the girls' camp should have come back for emotional support, right? For the something to do, yeah. Felt bodies for the seats. Like they should have cheered them on. Like that should have been. Like maybe they were feeling a little bit down before the race. They're like, I don't know if we can do this. And the girls' camp comes and they have all the like "Go Camp Hope" signs, and they're like, 
oh wow, maybe we can do that. Would have been that would have been nice. Full and circle. it could have been a joke about them doing something like it's for community service hour or something oh, shit. like. Oh. <laughs> Like the the counselor says it to like Pat. It's like the pastor's like it was really nice of you guys to do this. Oh well, we we always like to give to charity. So. Yeah, yeah. it's just like oh shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. Uh, but again, it just ends on that freeze frame of um, oh, I guess Gerald says thanks for giving me the best damn summer of my life, which is what Pat promised to him at the beginning of the movie. So. We do come for a circle. Uh, I forgot about that promise. When you get on the bus, he's like, you gotta, let me tell you something. Are you ready to have the best summer of your life? You're right. Yeah. I feel like there was a missed opportunity to see Tony and the camp MVP coach interact. I would have liked That's that. That's true. Like, but, uh, headbutt those two characters. That's true. That would have been a fun interaction just to see two crazy people. Well, it could have been a time too to see like Tony being beaten at being an alpha male you know that like would actually have been being funny. put like brought down a peg by an actual man yeah by, instead like, of by goldberg yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's true that that would have uh, that have been interesting uh, or that camp mvp was feeding them the food the whole time to make them gain weight another missed opportunity that would have been a sabotage good, i do like that it was one of their own but that's true that would have been an interesting twist is that camp uh mvp was keeping them fat <laughs> but yeah just the, it, it's ended abruptly but it really is just you know classic trope happy ending good camp wins credit song is them singing the camp hopes fire song which i'm sure you campers you two campers had plenty of fire songs apparently bug juice doesn't come in a jar comes well, that, from who you are that's from that tv show bug juice uh, i thought that was from my camp Wait, did your camp really sing a song called Bug Juice? No. Oh, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Mine was like, light the fire. Light the fire. In my soul. In my will. I don't know and this the one. Nope. We're not going to sing. Let's oh. not sing. <laughs> it's not one of those podcasts? No. Announcements. Announcements. <laughs> announcements. We kind of did. We kind of already did What Would You Change? Because just off the fly. But is there anything else you guys can think of that you'd want to? I changed the name of the relay. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> if you were to remake this movie, yeah, you know, just might, make it the relay. Might not even call it heavyweights. Um, Body positive. A little more diversity in the cast and stuff. And I feel like it was actually pretty. Well, no, there, there's only one Asian camp counselor, and he didn't have any lines. It was in the back most of the time. Yeah. So and he's a bad guy. One girl. Well, the nurse, and then there were the girls from the girls' camp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of a way to name this movie <laughs> to be more like a body positive. It's heavyweights. Like, <laughs> the whole, the whole uh, joke is that they're fat kids. Born this way. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that that song would be used in there if it oh, was yeah. made today. Oh, yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think. I, I do. I like. Actually, the more I think about it, I do like the idea of them not winning the relay, but it being some sort of like moral win of like hey but we did better this time i because i, I kind of think it's funny that would be a 
like the what we were talking about with the time challenge where they like they won the go-kart race but then the final times ended up they still got crushed by like 10 minutes well, yeah especially if they get crushed every year what what on earth they didn't do anything well that's what the <laughs> my question with the hall of intelligence was like the mvp guys had to have known they were going to run into the hall of intelligence yeah because they won every year classic right. jocks blowing off the study and but like it's one of those things where they it's it always happens in these movies in these kids movies when they do the whole this discriminated group is always categorized this way but they have their own skills they end up doing the same thing though to the, to people, the other group yeah to the other group that was doing the discriminating <laughs> yeah. so it's always like the jocks are dumb too or something like that when they're defending the like nerd who's finally learning a sport it's like but you're just reversing it yeah and the, and the camp the the whole movie is about the camp going back to the way it was before Tony. So like before Tony, they were still losing. Yeah, they were getting slaughtered. Like they were having a good time still, but you know, like at, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. And somehow <laughs> they were able to patch the blob. Yeah, how did they patch the blob? <laughs> I don't know. Plot holes. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's got too many plot holes. Yeah, Mars they... only poked it once. He poked it multiple times. Stabbed at it. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> yes! ah, <laughs> yeah okay. oh, we didn't talk about lars joining the the camp hope team that's a pretty great scene of just the they find out if he that's actually a really kind of nice thing they find out if he gets fired he'll get deported so they give him a chance to like join them i might have taken that joke out of the movie too if i was making it today it's a bit sensitive what that he'll get deported that's ah, the d word <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I love you. <laughs> He's begging for his life. It's, oh it's actually pretty funny too in that scene that those kids have war paint on. That's food. It's like disgusting. They, they the it's disgusting. <laughs> okay. Any final comments though before we wrap it up? It's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> like Pat should have done with Julie. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Last one there. Yeah, I definitely think this is worth your free time. We watched it on Disney Plus. I'm sure yeah. you can find it on worth your free time streaming devices. I don't think you can find it on any other streaming service. Oh, because of the mouse. Movie. You're right. Yeah, lol. You can probably buy it. Well, on Blu-ray, but I mean, yeah. like streaming wise, it's not anyway. Because of the mouse. Do you think it's worth your free time? Yeah. Okay, you're avoiding that question. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. So all roundabout worth your free time. Kind of like a Ben Stiller before. Like that's like. His his caricature type humor, like I, he he plays similar characters like that. After that, you know? well, like, yeah, I think he found his niche of yeah. that he can he can go to a crazy place, and that's funny. Cause, yeah, he's like that in Zoolander, you and know? it's also interesting because like Ben Stiller is always in crazy shape. You just don't notice it because he's a smaller stature guy, but like that's why he's able to do like the Tony Perkins and the. Um, White Goodman from Dodgeball and stuff. Like, it's actually kind of interesting that he's like this comedic actor and he's just shredded. <laughs> Good for him, though. I feel like we need a wall of uh, po movie posters that we've all said worth your free time on, and then like a wall of shame of movies that yeah. we all didn't. Or that we're divided on. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I feel like we usually agree on worth your free time for the most part. But that doesn't matter. We're going <laughs> to. I don't know whose pick it is next time. Is it Peter's? I think yeah. it's Peter's. Oh, God. Don't pick the reanimator. You said that last time. I don't. I want to veto the reanimator. Uh, but we'll find out what you're going to pick <laughs> later. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>
<laughs> I sound a little defeated there at the end. 